Hey, this is Tim. And this is Mike. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thanks. We love you. All right, so we are talking about setting right now. Yeah, talking about setting. Um, Appalachia. Appalachia. Uh, Appalachia-like. Um, there's a, there's a rail, a locomotion, a train, uh, yeah, a railroad, a railroad that goes through the, uh, through this mountain range. Does it, does it, are we going to have it go through or are we just going to have it go from like, um, a major city to the east let's or west just, let's just say and right then now, stops in like the, in the let's mountains. Just say, let's just say for right now. Okay. All right. Um, when you and I get together, we tend to we like to make a list. So let's uh, let's make a list, and then we'll uh, as we make our list, we'll go down a go down a rabbit hole. On okay. Because that's typically how we do things. That sounds good. Um, who takes care of the uh, Who takes care of the rail line? Let's just say currently there is a conglomerate of people. Know the power of the rail line. Know the power of having access to said said rail line, and do what's in their power to maintain this rail line. We'll call them rail barons. The rail barons. Um, So I'm just thinking like um, various dictators, oligarchs, if you will. You know, the, like you were saying, like uh, like we've mentioned earlier, those with money, um, they can claim dominance over parts of the rail money, and from outside the mountains. Yes, yes, because they should be outsiders. Because these, uh, we'll call them maybe Jebites. Called what? Jebs, Jebites. You know, Who? Thinking, uh, the people of the mountains. I don't think we're at that point yet. We don't even have a range, name for the range of the mountains. I don't want to. I was thinking something. Um, anyways, the rail barons. Back to the rail barons here that we're talking about. Uh, next on the list, maybe, maybe again, kind of similar to rail barons, but instead have a monarchy, monarchy or an aristocracy, some sort of nobles, perhaps that uh, run the rail. Feudalistic kind of thing around the uh, around the rail line. That's that's a good idea. Um, I th- I'd rather stay away from feudal stuff. Okay. Because to me that just goes back to a, like a a vanilla fantasy. Harkens back to vanilla. Not necessarily vanilla, but you no, know. I understand what you're saying. It, it, vanilla in, in the fact that it's the same cookie cutter. Yeah, that you know ninety percent of games are. Well, that would just be, you know, a rail baron or a, a CEO. or a CEO, yeah. Outside of the mountains, yeah. Again. Okay, well, that's just one another on my list of things that I was thinking. Okay, now are you ready for this one? Okay. How about within the mountains, there are towns, and those towns are similar to old style city states, and they work together or against each other. 
like different organizations all use the same rail line? Yeah, well, um, yes. Yes, because it is the main artery uh, in, in the... Oh, so even though they hate each other... They have to, because otherwise but they, it would yeah. go all the way down the line. Oh, I see. I like that. They have to work together. But then it, it would be like different city-states where each town has its own style of like, government. Like ancient Greece. Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. Um, and, you know, and to make it easier, you can make it like a, well, we can digress into that momentarily here. And then another thing that was on my list here, uh, and it kind of harkens back to the single owner, but I think it does kind of have a little bit of a difference. What if the uh, train itself was alive? The train was alive. Mm-hmm. It, it healed itself or was within its own ecosystem to have things that repaired it by feeding off of its waste. <coughs> Would anyone know that it is alive or is uh, that a secret? That's a, that, that, I think it should be a secret, honestly. I think that would be a great adventure book for something like that. I could, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like everybody just kind of takes it for granted that the rail line works. And... All the and it and it's it has it's intelligent, super intelligent. So and it has all these workers who are feeding it by shoveling coal into coal it. And iron into it. Yeah, the keeping iron. keeping the steam full, you know, full of water. Thus, and the it's, economy of the hills. Yeah, so it gets to it gets it basically gets for you know to do whatever it wants. It gets lubed up by engineers and. The train is the CEO of the company. <laughs> I didn't want to go that way. <laughs> but nobody knows it. Nobody knows it, yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah, we were talking about the rail baron and um, the, the, the aristocracy and such. Uh, yeah, the one over. Hold on a second. Yeah, the train. Just, just going with that previous crazy thought. <laughs> what if the... Because we're already, we're already talking about petty gods. What if this intelligent train is a god? And basically the god of the railroad. Now this is the only railroad going into this mountain range, but these whoever, there might be other railroads going elsewhere in the world. Well, I didn't want to mention, but when I was 13... But this could be the first and oldest, and that's what made it sentient. There you go. So you you now you understand. That's a cool horror element to it. I think the hills are alive. Yes. <laughs> they can't see winks. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. I mean. And again, that's what I was kind of thinking uh, for um, for the train. For the train, you know. So, some ideas there. Um, I'm sure we can flesh some of that out. I do, I, I would still kind of um, think there would still be either city-states or, or rail barons, the wealthy within the hills around the, uh, the rail line regardless. Because somebody has to keep some order on some of the train stops. Well, a lot of these 
you know, these rich people probably would like to have a picturesque, you know, cabin out in the out in the woods and the hills, overlooking the overlooking the lake. You know. No, no, no. Or just the locals, because they're dirty and gross. I, I, don't, I guess I don't think well enough like a noble like you. <laughs> so, and, and, like, and, and if I could, we'll segue into the nobles wanting to, or not nobles, but the wealthy, the elite, wanting to see things. Um, landmarks. Landmarks that they're looking for. So I made another list, um, very Oh, you're just talking specific locations. Yes, now. things to see. Like uh, you know, you listen. You come to the hills. You gotta come. You gotta come to the Iron Graveyard. You know, <laughs> we make brochures for that. Um, you can leave if you pay ten dollars. You get a piece of iron, <laughs> piece of rusty iron, <laughs> piece of the uh, piece of the graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then of course, uh, you, you know, you gotta have your your uh, superstitious places to go to. So you always got Mothman Gorge, the Mothman. The Mothman. Uh, Mothman Gorge. So basically, I was thinking, uh, it's said that if the Mothman appears, that it's just, you know it's a bad omen for passengers on the road. Oh, oh, they're driving past it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then of course the Rusting Falls. You know where where basically uh, it's an old um, an old iron mine that uh, that was near an underground. Um, What's it called? The Rusting Falls. Yeah, which was, uh, you know, it's basically liquid, liquid falls from slate cliffs, you know, off of uh, off the cliff top. Uh, so like the water's red from iron deposits. Yeah, yeah from the uh, from the um, from the mine that was there. They dug. Uh, I'm thinking like dug into like an underground lake, an underground aqueduct, and now it's for for what now? Decades, eons now. That would be eons in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we mentioned this one earlier. Maybe it was like never even it was never even there before. Like a, yeah. a mine tapped into yeah. into an underground spring, yeah. and then that just bubbled but out into the surface. Oh. Aren't they always? What's up with these spirits, man? That's for another time. That's for that's for almanac. That's for the almanac uh, episode. Yeah. We'll get into that later. Um, and then I I, uh, I know off off uh, off the podcast we were talking about um, kind of the setting just to understand where we stood. Uh, but I did mention the green mist holler. Green. Oh yeah, green yeah, yeah. Holler. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That would have been you know just. I don't know. I'm just thinking, you know, it's something to see, but basically it's a glowing green miasma that that can be seen from the train. It never really goes beyond a particular holler, you know, a valley in in, in a certain area. (coughs) Who knows? Who knows what it does in the wildlife? Who knows? I mean, it's just, you know, an idea. Oh, yeah. When it comes to the train. And then then on top of all... all We need a swamp, too. 
got to be a swamp. Well, yes, absolutely. Um, it would be... Got to be like... Well, well for in the metals, Stink bubble swamp. I mean, what kind of... Oh, stink bubble! It would have to be a marsh. Or not a marsh, but a... But a, What's in Rocky? Well, it'd be in a like valley. It would be at the lowest place. Yeah. Well, sinkholes would be different. Yeah. We could always have a sinkhole. Yeah. A ball. Bog. Yeah. Yeah. A bog. Skeeter bog. <laughs> Skeeter. <laughs> I'm writing that down. I am too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to write a descriptor for that one too. Um, and then, uh, what are the people in the hills trading? What are they doing to make That resources? is... That's a note I made because I wanted to talk about monetary systems. Before we get into that, this is what I think. Let me just throw down my list of... Um, yeah, let me throw down my list here real quick of goods that I think should be traveling on, on this train. Uh, livestock. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, handcrafted goods from the hands of old women in the hills. Ah. Yes, yes. It's... it's, it's, it's uh, it's not a big commodity, but it's it's a niche. It's kind of one of those niche things yeah. in the cities. Um, okay. Dangerous chemicals. <laughs> you got to have dangerous chemicals. <laughs> um, we mentioned this one as well, alcohol. Um, and then, of course, the, the standard iron, coal, lumber, things of that nature. Uh, but yeah, the, and again... Like I said, when we're when we come together, you know, we just need to make a quick list here. I think I think this is a, a good starting point. Whenever um, whenever we're looking for slate for ha- roofs of houses, and buildings, slate, slate. Oh yes, 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 yes. Rich people love slate God, roofs. God look good, man. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, but yeah, so I, I think I think this is a pretty good pretty good start on the rail system. What do you think? I think so. I think so. I like this. All right. Um, well, I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's stop here, and uh, when we get back, um, let's let's talk. Let's get a little more in depth in, into some of these ideas. What do you say? Okay. All right. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Check, 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 check. Microphone check. I guess that's okay. Can I speak now? Yes. Oh, okay. Testing one, two, three. Testes. <laughs> Testicles. One testicle. <laughs> Ferrari Testarossa. <laughs> project and then we'll do it the other way.